Hello, and welcome to the Psychic Wave Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Sanishin, and on this episode, I had the band New American. Now, I heard about New American from my buddy, Nani from Bundy, and he said that they were really great, so you know what? I trust his judgment, and I had them on the podcast. I would like to preface this by saying I have just finished podcast episode number 41 and 42 in the same day. I've never done back-to-back podcasts before. I'm kind of tipsy. I just ordered pizza, and uh, I had a really good time. I'm tired as fuck, but I'm really happy that these bands came on. Anyway, for this podcast, it was the band New American, and it was really great meeting people that I've heard about through other friends. Um, I don't even remember what we've talked about at this point. I'm actually, you know, I've been drinking. We got some Bootleggers Brewery. IPAs in here. Figured let's go local. And oh boy, after two podcasts starting at eight o'clock, it's now eleven forty eight PM. I'm kinda lit. I'm kinda lit, guys. I don't know what to do. Is that a word? Should I say lit? It's not a good word. Nope. Whatever. Anyway, this podcast was brought to you by Benjamin's Butthole Plugs. Have you been eating too much hot chicken? Have you been eating broccoli with cheese and mushrooms? If you have Go over to benjaminsbuttholeplugs.com. Clog that shit up. Thanks again to our sponsors, and please enjoy podcast number 41. I wasn't counting, but I'm assuming that was about five seconds. Okay. All right, so this is the 41st. Is that right? 41st, does that sound right? Is that how you say that? 41st. 41st. I don't think I've ever said that. (laughs) Ever. Uh, 41st episode of the Psychic Wave podcast. I'm with New American. I'm Alex. This is Johnny. And um, I first heard about you guys from Nani of Bundy. He was playing a show with you guys. And I was actually on my way to that show. And there was like debris on the freeway. And both my front tires popped. Oh. Yeah. Fucking lame. Yeah, so I haven't seen you guys play. It's but... a really bad start to our relationship. <laughs> yes, but uh, and I I trust Nani's opinion with with music, and he said you guys were really good. And um, he also said that you guys didn't like baby him or cookie cutter when he asked how the show went. You know, most people he says like just say that it was oh it was great, dude. You guys sounded great, but you guys actually had like constructive criticisms. For him, for and, for Bundy, yeah, and he yeah. really he really appreciated it. He he like knows that you guys were actually paying attention because you had something to say and stuff like that. I mean that's um I mean that's kind of refreshing considering it's it is difficult to get actual critique from people after shows, especially because most of them are blood related or or <laughs> friends or, or friends you know. And, you know or friends or fans who have always dug your stuff and they don't want to be right. the one to say yeah you know what why don't you play that better. You know, yeah. But it, I, I felt like I was there at the beginning of like the early Bundy shows, and mm-hmm. we saw them a few times, and there was a lot of stuff I really liked about their music. Yeah, and um, yeah. I, don't, I mean, Nani's such a such an easy guy to talk to. I've always felt that way since I've met him, and I knew he could. You know, I I don't know how old Nani is, but I feel 29. like he's my age. Okay, he's older than me, okay. a little bit older than me. So, like, he's because he's an older older dude, like. You can say something like that to him, and he can yeah. take it and digest it, and not think that. Well, he actually we're crap. Yeah, I think age does do that a lot too, but I think he just doesn't. 
I feel like he just doesn't want to play an, a bad show ever again. Like that that whole like learning experience, like yeah. cutting your teeth. I think he's past that, and now he's just like, how is the sound? How do yeah. you perform? Yeah, it's like once you get past that part, is that all, all the little things that you know you try to hone in on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But no, I mean, yeah, like, it's cool though because we've we've been playing with with Buddy for a few years now, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, it's... yeah. I mean, two probably like two years now, and uh, I mean. They've made so many changes in their like, instrumentation, and and uh, they're such a great live band. I mean, they were always a great live band, but you know, we've seen some bands that have started, and you're like, wow, that's difficult. But like, you know, maybe there's something there. And yeah. then you, if you follow a band for long enough, you make friends. Like, you actually see artists make really great transformation into you know, really interesting local musicians. Yeah, I I feel shitty because I want to see. Or I wanted to see Nani and Bundy maybe before now just to see how they've grown because he'll ask me, like, how was that? And I'm like, dude, every time I've seen you, it's been good. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, some rooms sound differently, and so I'll, I'll tell him that, but, like, that's not always your fault. You can adjust yeah. for it, but every room's going to sound a little bit different. You know? Yeah, and, and you're giving a lot of trust to someone. Yeah, <laughs> that's true, huh? Yeah, but um, I mean, they they were they were a three piece at first. Now they're they're a four piece, right mm-hmm. now. But yeah, no, it was a, it was a completely different sound, you know. So I felt like Nani really spearheaded the whole change, yeah. you know. And you just yeah. you kind of tell he's the brains behind it all. Yeah, I mean, now I feel like was it Johnny? The Johnny, other, yeah. he's I, I I it seems like they're like splitting the the writing work now more so when it was the three piece. Yeah, and Johnny's a really great musician as well. So yeah, it's uh it's it's fun. It's fun to see that change. Yeah. So, New American. Mm-hmm. We talked a little bit before we started rolling, but why don't you tell everybody where the band started, how you guys started, all that shiz. <laughs> <laughs> well, me and Johnny were in another band, and... Um, what was that band called? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was called No Way Back. Yeah. No Way Back. <laughs> why the uh, kind of like a bittersweet thing or just why the awful name well we were in high school <laughs> oh no, I, no, <laughs> no it was an awful name i'm just uh, that's you, how I, we feel about I it i don't think you can pick a good like band name in high school no, i just don't no. think you can <laughs> no i mean i don't i feel like it's really difficult now just to pick a good band name there's so much obscure shit that's been taken <laughs> yeah you can add now instead of the you can put them in front of it which changes things a little bit uh. Them, them crooked vultures exactly oh, great, yeah. No, they're great yeah. <laughs> yeah they're really good but yeah obviously yeah <laughs> but um now yeah. we're, we're in another band and then um with our friend chris and he's like you know oh, i have a friend named Krim. i think he'd be really good playing bass in the band so you know he ended up coming like he ended up coming to a practice you know and we kicked out our old bass player and this was like in the beginning of 2013 and new american has been around since then right yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, no, right. it's, been, it's actually uh, as long as we've been a band, like we've known a, a lot of bands who have who have not lasted as long, and I feel very very lucky. It's always felt like we were always going to be a band, and I have yeah. to, that's that's a very lucky, it's a very lucky thing. Yeah, because I've seen some other musicians and they've had told me some horror stories, or even like uh, you know the bands that are like on the rise playing big shows and then they just stop. And you're like, oh man, I thought you guys were all cool. That oh, is, no, that turns, is funny. turns out we all fucking hated each other. <laughs> oh okay, well, that's, that sucks, man. Dude, that's the hardest part because I'm looking for a bass player and it's I've talked about it a lot, but it's not that you're just looking for somebody that's good at what they do and can. 
play the stuff you've already written and can be creative down the road. The right way, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're looking realistically for a friend because you're going to be hanging out with them all the fucking time. Yeah, because yeah, you don't want an asshole or like some random dude because then they're going to be, they're gonna be the, the scapegoat, you know, at yeah. that point or something. But well, yeah. And then, you just want, yes, yeah, at the end, you're going to be kicking in with these people, so yeah. they got to be your friends. You have to have like, a, you'd hope to have a relationship with someone before because it's like, yeah, I want you to come in and play someone else's stuff. Yeah, and then try to be along in the the writing process in the future, but don't don't overstep boundaries. Right. So like, stay in your lane, but also play <laughs> other people's stuff and kind of be yeah, like be that for us. Yeah, please. it's you hard. Know? It's 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 tough, and then yeah. also learning your role in the band. You know, yeah. like for us, we've been a band for so long. Like we all know our roles. Like you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Like, not, not to say that, oh, you step out of your roles or anything, but just, like, you know, we know how to communicate with each other really right. well and, like, effectively. Right. So, that's so that makes a huge difference, you yeah. know? So, uh, you were in a da- uh, band in, in Downey? Is that where you guys went to high school? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Downey High, yeah. Downey High. And then uh, your friend said you had another band? I was trying to follow along. No, no, no. So, so we just kicked out bass, our old bass player out. Uh-huh. We had got the our current bass player. Oh, got it. Replaced them. And then we just decided to go with a different band name. And Okay. We know. wanted to start fresh. I mean, uh, the... Did the sound change much? Um, well, I mean, it was more know, like just progression into what we were listening to, you know. Yeah, especially because Chris, who um, Chris and Karim, who is who is the newer bass player, um, they're both like you know musically trained. You know, took jazz in high school, mm-hmm. whereas Alex and I, you know, we listen to music and yeah, we just kind of <laughs> yeah. make it work. I don't know? know how to, somebody's like, oh, played and blah 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 blah. Yeah. Like whatever key or note, yeah. like right, that's man. not gonna happen. Yeah, like, I'll play along. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know the name of that. Yeah, no, it's that's how it is. But th- these guys just had that ability, and then it allowed us when, in songwriting to be like, oh wow, this is way more dynamic. This is this is uh, way more interesting. Why don't we give this a new name? You nice. know, and uh, it from there we yeah we started playing shows. I think our first show was out in like what in twenty. End of 2013? No, it was the beginning of 2013. It was like the end of 2012. Wow. So, yeah. So, I mean, the newer member is a real relative term because it's been... Yeah, but it's been for... <laughs> we've been playing live for like four years. I mean, wow. we're... So, yeah, yeah, it's good, man. It's, yeah. yeah, it's been a long time. We've been yeah, we're, stuff, we're a pretty so. cohesive unit. You know, we've been... That's good. We've seen each other for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, what do you guys... What are your roles in the band? What do you guys play? I'm a, I'm, I play the drums. Okay. Yeah, um, I thought I saw pictures of you playing the drums. I know that you mm-hmm. sing and play guitar, yeah. mm-hmm. Johnny, mm-hmm. and then Alex's drums. I know people listening don't know who I'm talking about if I don't, <laughs> if I don't say their name. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but yeah, so I've only been playing. I've I've only played five six shows my my whole life. Yeah, I heard like, that on one of the podcasts. Like, <laughs> and uh, it's fucking nerve wracking, but so fun. And it, Nani inspires me in a lot of ways because he was like. I just always knew Bundy was the thing I was going to do and I was just going to stick with it. So luckily, Psychic Wave is kind of like screen printing, podcast, band. It used to be some art stuff. I'd use go, just go under the name Psychic mm. Wave. Yeah, so Psychic cool. Wave probably won't die for me. Yeah. It just, I think it's going to go through peaks, of valleys, peaks and valleys of me like playing live music and not playing live yeah. music, you know, which is a bummer because I think playing live is one of the most fun things I've ever done. In yeah. my life, it is man. And uh, the, the the worst part about it is that it goes by so fast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, your set's done. You're like, oh man. Yeah. Even my my bad shows, it's like I still loved it after because I felt like, all right, I'm never gonna do that again. I know not to do this thing. It's just like a huge slap in the face. Oh, you know? it's, it's what yeah. you need. You need to you need to be pissed off. You, you need, need an ass kicking every once in a while. Absolutely, man. Yeah. You. I mean, my favorite uh, 
was like anecdote is uh, you know Queens of Stone Age they played a show in, in Germany like when they were like a pretty new band and they Josh Homme had a broken leg uh, they just put on like a real half-ass show and they were like we're never doing this again mm-hmm. so they they tattooed like you know free tag like Friday it was a German festival so they put like in Friday in German and the time and they tattooed it on like the most painful part of their body yeah and so they all have it it's like mm. I know that feeling that's a more like you know pretty extreme visceral but, feeling yeah. you know mine's more mental <laughs> like yeah. they decided to make it painful for yeah. themselves but I know that feeling it's just like I just made an ass of my out of myself yeah but it could be for one person I do that with drinking yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah man yeah. All, it happens I, I like I 99.9% of the time always have it under control you know but I get I have a little bit too much fun with drinking sometimes and last week or two weeks ago I just I said something to one of my friends that just I didn't sleep for like two days after because I had said something stupid yeah. like so stupid <laughs> and I just oh, I felt so bad for my friend and I felt <laughs> so pissed at myself for doing it you know what I will never do that again yeah. ever ever again and it was just like I think we need learning experiences. And I, I've talked about it a little bit before, too. I think that people think musicians are cool like mm. for a lot of reasons. But I think one of the reasons they think they're cool is because they know that they're people who go up every night and like possibly will humiliate themselves in mm. front of a crowd of people. Mm. And if you got the balls to even like attempt to go up and do that, I think people just automatically look at you with a little more respect. Yeah. Usually. Definitely. I think that's why they think musicians are cool. It's like, oh, they're fearless. They're, I mean, no, we're there doing it. Yeah. Huh? I'm shitting my pants, but I'm yeah. still gonna do it. Yeah, that that is a funny thing though, because you know, I always, as a musician, I feel that way for other artists. Like, you know, if I go see a band, it's like, you know, I, I went to go see like one of our favorite bands is Moon Honey out in L.A. Oh yeah, they're playing with the Paranoids soon. Oh yeah, yeah at the, the Love It or the, yeah. the, the Pavilion. Yeah. yeah. And uh, their opening act when they when they played a show, and I'm like, we don't need to go through names, but mm-hmm. they were just really not great. Like I just felt like I don't. Oh, at the last I, shot, does that? I didn't know yeah. what they were doing. Like I didn't wait. Moon Moon Honey, not or Moon no, Honey, the, the band the, before the, them. Uh, opening bands, yeah. I yeah. love Moon Honey. Fuck. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, the band before them was just not good. Mm. And it's it's like it's sometimes I always feel like man, good for them going up on stage and like doing their thing and making yeah. art how they feel like yeah. they should be making art, but it's a <laughs> like I, as as like even as a musician, that's a hard that's a hard line. You yeah, know? you have to like be like, well, fuck, you know. Yeah, like I wish I wish they didn't do that. I don't respect every musician. Yeah, you it's know a tough I mean? thing as a musician to say that though. Nah, I'm a dick though. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I don't uh. like it. You know what's hard for me? Bands mm. that are very talented mm. but just aren't original. Mm. Like uh, oh, I know exactly. Oh, I, I have yeah, one right on top of my head. head. No, I'm, yeah. I, um, I don't like the Arctic Monkeys. Mm-hmm. They put out this new song, oh, uh, Four Out of Five, mm-hmm. and the music is great. Mm-hmm. The thing is, it's Bowie. They're just being okay. Bowie. You're, you're talking to the right band right now, okay? So we, yeah. I, I've, I've spent a lot of time thinking about this new album, yeah. and we are like... Have you listened to... I've listened to the whole thing several times. Yet. Like, Oh, you haven't listened to the whole thing, dude? I, no. I've listened to it a lot recently. It's, it's okay. a lot to take in, but I mean, like... Okay, so... Like yeah. we're we're like old Arctic Monkeys fans, mm-hmm. and like we get that every album makes a different change and a different style. Like you know, sure. Humbug was different than Suck It and C, and Suck It and C was very much different than AM. But this album is 
is yeah we, we wanted a difference uh, we wanted to change but i feel like this should have been like an alex turner solo album mm, and absolutely. i mean that in the i like the I album a lot mm-hmm. i really do well like, that's that's why it's upsetting for me is because i like the music a lot some of the lyrics are corny to me but whatever you take but that with alex turner yeah I, yeah and I probably don't like it a lot more because I he's kind of a douche to me. Yeah. And I, I'm trying I'm trying really hard to separate how I view him as a person versus his music. Sure. You know, because I think horrible people yeah. can make beautiful music. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, horrible I'm, I'm people not, can make beautiful things altogether. Yeah. I'm not saying yeah. he's he's a horrible person. Yeah. I'm just saying like I'm trying to separate the music from his personality. It's hard for me. But you know, when I heard that four out of five song, I was like, this is a great like. It, it sounds like. A really good musician who took a music class, and the project for the month was to write a David Bowie song. To write a Space Oddity track. <laughs> yeah. To, yeah. And it's well, really good. Yeah. That, it's so good. That song is good. Yeah. But I just, because it's not original to me, I'm pissed. Well, I, I, can, I, I know that he is a huge David Bowie fan. Who isn't? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, but, next question. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he, I know he is a huge David Bowie fan. I... Yeah, it, it was a you know because I'm a big Last Shadow Puppets fan too, so I get I get that style of music that he's writing and I and I love it and I and I, sure. I seek it out. Yep. It, like me too. It, so it's. Yeah. I mean, yo, when I listen to Arctic Monkeys, you want like big drums, you know, witty mm-hmm. little riffs. You want like yeah. I mean, you want his 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 like lyricism and but yeah, this was know? just felt like. Um, it was too much of a departure, but at the same time, and that goatee he has is fucking awful. Yeah, you know what? That <laughs> I have, for, I have for years always looked at that dude and been like, that motherfucker is cool looking. Like with with the liver, pu- not liver sure. pu- like from the Sheffield hair. Yep, I you know, know when he did the, the slick back thing for AM because when I first listened to AM, he does I was look- he, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm not going to be into this whole like them being like you know hot you know yeah. heart the female heart throbs and right. stuff, like, you know whatever. It's like, ah, uh, but it's I dug it. Rock and I roll. dug it. I dug it, though. <laughs> exactly you know? that. No, no, the thing is, he's this, a ha- this look I'm not into. He's a handsome guy. Yeah. He's dated models, as you do when you're handsome. Yeah, when but, you're handsome, yeah. But this look, yeah, I'm like, dude, you look like yeah. somebody that I'd be like, mm, yeah. I don't know if I want to be alone with you in a room at a party at 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> weird, you're going to ask yeah. me a few questions I'm not comfortable with. But yeah. <laughs> I just feel like this is one of those, like, you know, on their record on their record deal, they have to make, like, six albums. And mm-hmm. he was like, you know, I could do this by myself because everything I've read about the album is he's sitting at his home piano right, I, and writing the whole thing. And, again, all the love in the world to this guy. Like make whatever decisions you like, you deserve it, dude. But I'm just as a as a musician, like as a I can critique, you know, yeah. you, for days, for <laughs> yeah, days, for we days. Can go on for, yeah. Like like I said, he's a great musician. The mm-hmm. band, they're really good. Yeah. I just I just get pissed when I see a lack of originality. Sure. Because I mean, maybe it's original for him, yeah. but I'm an asshole and I yeah. overanalyze things, so it's not. A, I'm not pushing mm. the. F- the frontier of music any farther yeah. you know what i mean but i'm trying to sound what i sound like yeah and i don't feel like this album sounded like arctic monkeys to me yeah yeah it didn't like i said there's there's yeah. almost a certain sound even even am had like you know those signature arctic monkey songs you know yeah I feel and they've like had they such did. a great track record so yeah, they're yeah, exactly. swinging a miss on this one but you yeah, know i mean I, I, it's gonna happen it's eventually gonna happen. but yeah, yeah. Cool. i mean I, I feel like i've listened to like so much music and like read so many like pitchfork reviews it's <laughs> like i so what i do sometimes is like unknown mortal orchestra put out an album and i was like listen to it a few times i'm gonna, I'm gonna try to guess what they're gonna say about this album yeah and you pretty much can and you can yeah and then with this with this album i was like you know what Everyone in the rock media is going to say it's bad, 
and it and that it's you know not interesting and it's not heavy enough to be an Arctic Monkeys record. But I know Pitchfork is going to give it a great review mm-hmm. because they're going to listen to the lyrics and they're going to find all this like you know cool Bowie stuff and they're going to love it. Yeah, it's just like you yeah. know, would, you know what it is? It's being jaded. I'm very jaded. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that's what I'm musicians the first to admit, jaded. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm the first to admit it. I'm an yeah. asshole. Yeah, and I'm too hard on other people's music when mm. my music is nothing to write home about. Yeah. But you know, it's that's that's part of it. But it's the the reason why I justify all of it is it's art. So in the end, my it's it's just my taste. It's mm. just your taste. None of it is right. Yeah. There's like there's no basis for what is good art. There's yeah. no you can't actually scale it. It's just how it affects you. It's yeah. just like people who don't like music that much and people who do, you know? That That's, fucking blows my mind. I don't yeah. understand people that don't like music. Because yeah. we're in that mindset that, you know, you need music, but there's people literally out there that are just like, no, I don't really care well, about well, listening to anything. That, I mean, that weirds me wrong out. with you. Because we're in tune we're in the, with the idea that mu- music and sounds actually affect our our being and yeah. our happiness and our sadness. But and, even like the most basic people, they still like... They love like Rihanna's album or yeah. like you know stuff like that, and they still love music. They just love music I'm not into. Yeah. But when I hear somebody say they don't like music, I'm like, yeah. Oh, what I'm saying, well, whatever's what on the, the radio, fuck? I don't care. That, yeah, that's like that's, 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 that's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's like yeah. Yeah. it's it's yeah. I don't I don't I don't get that. I mean, I feel like I've been into music ever since. I mean, I was listening to like the first things I remember was all the music my mom showed me, which was like Selena and Luis Miguel, and mm. like you know, and my mom also into country music. She was an interesting one, you <laughs> yeah, know, and like, and I can remember immediately memorizing melodies, and like it was a game with my family when I was in the car to see if I didn't know a song on the radio. Yeah. Oh, I do that you all know? the time. And and so uh, my girlfriend hates it. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> she's but, like, "What is it? I don't know what." Yeah. What? I mean, she knows a lot of music, but. Yeah, well, I, I do it on purpose because I know. And, and, I, and I realize it like now that you know I'll listen to something and I'll I'll show it to my girlfriend or something. And she'll be like, "Oh yeah, that's really cool. What's that?" And I was like, "Well, it's actually the bass player yeah, from this yeah, band, yeah, yeah, yeah. the keys player from this." Show. Oh wow, then that. And then I'll talk to her like a week later, and and she's a big music fan, whatever. I'm not giving it slight in yeah, her yeah. anyway. Same. But like. Oh, who's this? It was the band I told you about yeah. with this bass yeah. player. And, and, and she's and, like, oh, yeah, they're yeah. good. And then you realize, oh, I take this way too seriously. Yeah. I What I've done a lot is I've burnt CDs, and I've been like, put this in your car. Mm. She's like, eh, it's all right. Mm. It's all right. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Put it in your car. Yeah. And then like a week later, she'll be like, oh, holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. And I'm like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. There's, it's special. I told you it was <laughs> yeah. special. I, I um I took a trip with uh, my my grandmother was moving from L A to to Idaho, and so it was me, my father, and my sister in a U-Haul, and mm-hmm. we like we knew the U-Haul sound system was gonna be shit. So oh yeah, yeah. And my dad, being kind of an audiophile, like he was like, all right, we'll get like a speaker, like an actual like a good speaker. We'll put mm-hmm. it in the hood, and it'll work, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I made like a hundred song playlist, right? But yeah. like really, and I was like, okay, what what do I think my sister and my dad would really dig, like. Queens of Stone Age. My dad's like you know into like the heavier stuff. I know who like he that. He was there for that concert. My sister, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he came with him later. My sister, I knew she would dig Tame Impala. I just knew yeah. she would. And or, and like the Arcs is one like one of our favorite groups. It's like Dan Auerbach's side project. 
And, I don't know them. And, oh, dude, amazing. And and amazing. I put this, and then and at the beginning they were like, like what what is this stuff? Like well, I don't understand yeah. this. And it's not my and, family. and then and now like Desert Days lineup comes out. My sister's like, are we going to see Tame Impala? It's like what the fuck is this about? Yeah, 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 yeah. And like the beginning you're like, I told you guys, and then you didn't listen. But then there's also part of me that's like, oh, that warms my heart. You yeah, know, yeah. like you you gave something you gave someone something new to listen to. I, yeah, I think anybody that truly is passionate about music can see which bands are going to make it usually yeah. like i went to go see tame impala opening for the flaming lips mm. in santa barbara and that was a great show ecstasy <laughs> um, it's always a great song yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know i was listening to tame impala and showing my friends and family and i was like this is gonna this is gonna be big this is like the next thing they're like uh, i don't really you know yeah and then Look at where they are now. And I'm like, told you. And yeah. now I love this band, Sunflower Bean. And I'm like, just fucking watch. Just fucking watch. And they're blowing up right now, too. Where are they from? New York. New York, Sunflower Bean? Yeah. Oh. They're fucking tight. Yeah, I mean, the world, the world needs people like, that are like, yo, you gotta listen to this shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love when people do that for me. Yeah. Because, you know, I've listened to so much music that when I hear something that I've heard before, just... It's good. I still enjoy it, but it's not really that exciting. And then when somebody shows me something that blows my mind, I'm like, well, literally, one of my friends told me about Sunflower Bean like two, three years ago. And he's like, check out this song. And I was like, holy shit. And now, like, they're one of the biggest influences in my life. Like, mm, I think about yeah. them daily. Yeah. <laughs> I've had dreams about hanging out with this band. And I'm like, yeah. whoa, they're so important to me now yeah. that my mind is like, Putting them in my dreams. Damn, dude, that's nice though. That's, yeah. You know. So I love it when like that fire gets started under your ass and you're like, I love it. it kind of like rejuvenates you. You know, you yeah. feel like inspired to do yeah. more. Yeah. You know, at that. Yeah, point. it makes me want to write music, and then it makes yeah. me hate myself because I can't write music that good. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's there's moments like I've I've had like you know you have like lulls. Mm -hmm. It's like oh man, I can't find anything. Like yeah, I can listen to this album again. You mm -hmm. know, which is great, but. I want to listen to something like really exciting and new. Yeah, see, that's, that's the thing too, though, because it's it's kind of the kind of few and far between that something that really excites you. Yeah, like musically. Yeah, yeah. But as much music as we listen to, there's always, like, there's always there's something that you really find every once in a while. Like, oh fuck, what's this? Yeah, you know? and that's the thought. Oh yeah. fuck, yeah. That was Soul Wax. Like Soul Wax. How, recently, Soul Wax oh my god, fucking yeah, love dude. Soul Wax. And it was like, how did I miss this for so long? Well, like LCD Soul Wax. LCD sound ago? system. Yeah, we caught them way too late. That one still hasn't hit me. Yeah, Soul Wax no. Or LCD. LCD. Oh, I dude. just kind of boring to me. Well, you know what? An eight song dance rock song does sound boring at first. <laughs> uh, I mean, no, I just, but, I think, I feel like it just depends what you grew up with. I grew up with yeah. a lot of new wave 80s bands and yeah. stuff, yeah. so it's kind of hit home for See, me. See, you know, and that's funny because um, 80s is hitting me now. Mm. Okay. But not. I, was, I really hated the 80s. It just sounded so cheesy to me. It's very kitschy and, and like, you know. It, but it's, now I'm finding the the deeper stuff in the 80s where yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, okay, that was yeah. really good. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, now that we have the access to all this music from all the different, you know, any, I can go listen to something from the 1600s if I wanted to and I could be deep into... Some can you? you know, yeah, Gregorian. <laughs> like, oh, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. on I Spotify. What, I see what you mean, you know, like it's somebody on recorded Spotify. it. Yeah, yeah I, can, I can find someone making, like, you know, baby renditions of Tool albums. Like, that's available out there on the internet. That's like tight. I can listen to anything. You <laughs> have, you, have you heard of uh, Shitty Fluted? Shitty Fluted? No, what is that? <laughs> I'll show you after. But <laughs> if anybody who's listening, please, like, I mean, don't pause this podcast and go look it up. But after, um, <laughs> look up 
take on me shitty fluted. It's take just, on me. Oh my God. it's just, you know, it's been a long time since I like died of laughter with my dad and my brother. <laughs> and my brother showed us that in the car and my dad was like having a hard time driving because oh he was God. like looking, he was laughing so hard and it was just a great, great moment. It was really good. I'm going to unlock the front real quick because our professional photographer is oh, going to be here. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. So professional. <laughs> She's done this all the time. Yeah. But, um, nobody's near me. Yeah, so we're going um, to have pictures cool. for the podcast. I think some of it's going to be film and some of, it, some of it's going to be digital. So you'll have some of it immediately, and I'll send that to you. Cool. Tomorrow. And... Um, I'm going to put the podcast up tonight, the audio for it tonight. Oh, cool. Because I've been doing so many pod, or I have so many podcasts lined up now that I don't like have the time to like, ah, I'll do it tomorrow, which is nicer because then now it comes out it immediately. Yeah. yeah. But so thanks for this. Uh, you guys brought Lagunitas. Something easy. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I felt like, uh, you know, four, four tall boys sounded about right to start. Four tall off. boys. And uh, Lagunitas has always been good to us. For Long John's. Yeah. I, I feel, uh, you know, if there was to be some sort of sponsorship for the band, a mm-hmm. beer sponsor, why not? I I just thought about this because I've been buying... Okay. Not to say that I wouldn't drink heavily with you guys mm. in the future. Mm. I totally fucking will. Mm. But the first podcast that you guys do with me, mm. I would like to at least be coherent. Sure. You know what I mean? And in the past, I've bought... 18 packs, mm. 30 packs of beer, and mm. people have brought shots and all that stuff, and doesn't go as well as I'd like. <laughs> so I thought, you know what? I'll get a local company, a six-pack. Strong yeah. beers, but yeah. you know, just a six-pack. That way we can get a buzz, yeah. but not be belligerent and mm. say shit we probably shouldn't. Um, <laughs> and also, cool. I was like, hey... Local sponsorship. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I would. We love Brewery. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, they, they can't see you. Oh, wait, hold no, on. Oh, yeah. We love Brewery. It's great. Yeah. Let me just we go. wouldn't drink anything, anything else. Anything else besides <laughs> Bootlegger. <laughs> yeah. This Palomino Pale Ale. Yeah, it's Palomino Pale Ale. You know what? It's much, much better than Lagunitas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But Lagunitas is out there. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we love it too. We love it as well. Yeah. Friend share. That's what we're doing. We're not against being sponsored by both. No. Yeah. We will gladly support both yeah <laughs> as much as we could yeah exactly <laughs> i mean free stuff where's this there. from where's laguanitas from i think san diego or so uh, close to there no carlsbad maybe i think it is like san diego it'll petaluma I, I wait wait brewed by the laguanitas brewing company petaluma california and chicago illinois hmm. well chicago is much different but i feel like petaluma is south you think so i feel like that's south yeah petaluma yeah. Isn't that near San Francisco? Well, then it's north. <laughs> We're completely wrong. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Whoa, wait. Mm. Petaluma. Petaluma. Only we had a computer oh, wait. in our pocket. I know. See. Actually, I think it's um, north of San Francisco, like next to Santa Rosa or something. Oh, okay. Well, then. I was wrong. We're very wrong there. I, I bet we're both going to be wrong. <laughs> oh, Bakersfield. North Bay. North Bay. You're correct. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Suckers. <laughs> Damn, I can't. Can't believe I got my geography wrong for Southern California, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Your um, shirt, I bought that shirt for my brother when I was at Desert Days, nice. and he doesn't listen to that mm. band, mm. and he doesn't like a lot of the music that I like, but he mm. wears that shirt all the time. It's, it's a, a fucking it's, badass it's shirt. It's a gnarly shirt, and actually it's a funny story, uh, because it disappeared, my original one. I bought it like, uh, two year, like a year and a half ago when I saw them the first time. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
And I love this shirt. I wore it all the time. And then it just disappeared. Yeah, and then I had to replace it with this really awesome Future Island shirt, which was okay because it was a really great, really great shirt as well. Mm-hmm. But I still miss the Unknown Mortal Orchestra shirt. And then I saw him at the uh, Wiltern, and I was like, well, yeah. you know, I got to get the shirt again. Was that just recently? Did yeah. they just do that? Yeah, yeah they just played um, Friday. Yeah. That's crazy. How was it? Uh, really good. I mean, I, I really dig their, it, new, I dig their new album. So I saw uh, them with this girl that's just walking in mm-hmm. um, in Berkeley. Oh, uh, uh, open with, for with Tame, Tame Paul. Yeah, Damn. we were wanting to go to that uh, show. If you remember, yeah. Let's just say the the crowd and us did not get along. Really, I got super fucking hammered. Oh, <laughs> but I still felt like that crowd was so fucking aggressive and just really? angry. It it was not the vibe that that should I had. have been for that show. Well, it's it's hard to compare because the last time I saw them was you know. After their second album opening for the Flaming Lips, okay. at a smaller venue where everyone was just so nice, yeah, and so it was you can't really compare it, you know. Yeah. But I did compare it, and that yeah. crowd sucked. <laughs> Fuck you, Berkeley crowd. Mostly those college Berkeley kids, because yeah. I think they got in for almost free, basically. Oh, those Berkeley bros, dude. They were assholes. I fucking hated that show. It gave I was on a road trip, yeah. and it gave me the worst. Like, it just my. I was upset for a long time after that. Damn. For a long yeah. time after that. It's, it's but funny. Unknown Mortal Orchestra was great. Yeah, well, they're, they're, <laughs> I, I've great, seen them. Great concert. For I've that. seen them play some really awesome shows. Like I, I saw them after their third, their third album. They played a, a KCRW show on the Santa Monica Pier. Mm. I got to see that. And that was How amazing. That's, that's obviously recorded because it's KCRW. Yeah, it's but it's on the line. Somewhere. I haven't seen it on the line. Um, <laughs> on the line. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do you have dial-up? Just yeah, plug in. Let me check one of my phone <laughs> applications. You know. Um, yeah, they were great though, uh, and they were fantastic on Friday. Although I think all everyone in the band had a show to go to that night, so I was like Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> yeah, so it was great. oh really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I haven't. The only time I ever went to a hip hop or pff, a sound, I feel like anytime I say hip hop, that's the wrong word. I feel well, it's already it is, outdated. I feel like, but it's the right word though. It is the right, word. I, especially with Kendrick Lamar and like J Cole. Those are like hip hop. Yeah, artists. Mm. It's like it, Kendrick Lamar rapper. I feel. Well, I know. Yes, I know. they are, but the music that they make is like you know R and B hip hop. It's the same know, thing where like sort of um, when yeah. I say when I say pot instead of like something else, people yeah. are like pot. It's yeah. like <laughs> now, but anyway, the only time I've ever been to a rap concert mm. um, was I went to powerhouse at the honda center and there were like tons of people there and uh i was like 16 and still kind of into that a little Mm bit it was cool that was one of those like radio shows right like yeah uh, so there was there were like tons of huge artists t-pain probably played it t-pain 50 cent lil wayne Wayne, Wiz khalifa snoop dogg dr dre yeah Yeah. and you know it was great but the music is played by a DJ. Yeah. So the beat is fucking crisp and nice and loud and full. And then the rappers are all fucked up. So it's like... Ah, ah, ah. Yeah. They have the backing vocals and stuff. They kind yeah. of rap in between everything. Well, it just kind of... It's the last time I think I'll ever go to something yeah, like that. Well, Fair I, I, but I Kendrick's just... different. I fucking love Kendrick. No, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, rap concerts is like, you know... I don't need to be like it's like seeing a DJ. Why do you need to be close for what? See them walk right. around. Well, I also feel that way when I'm seeing a band at a festival or a big concert. It's yeah. like I don't if I've been up front for those concerts mm-hmm. and it's too loud. It, yeah. You can't hear everything you want to hear. You yeah. should be near the sound stage if it's like a festival because then that's where the best. That's sound where the sound is best. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's true. I mean, I, I, but t- talking about like those kind of radio 
shows, mm-hmm. like, you know, like K Rock. Help yourself to more beer. If oh, you know. I'll, I'll, I'm, yeah, I'll grab one right now. But uh, K Rock's Weenie Roast, right? Yeah. So, like you know, I I grew up on rock music, yeah. you know, generally, and I went to a couple of these K Rock shows, and mm-hmm. I remember digging it when I was younger, you know, yeah. but. I looked at the set lists. I looked at the set list, and like each act is playing like twenty-five minutes, thirty-minute sets, and it's like that's a little whack. But that's had to be kind of like what a rap show would be like as well, because they don't need to have any breakdown. You know, they're just playing DJs and stuff like that. It's probably just non. That's how it was, yeah. And I, I just kind of feel like that's that's doing like a real disservice to those acts, those musical acts. Like it's twenty-five a, minutes is not enough, dude. I bet that's the same like amount of time that their songs play on a Saturday night in a club. Like, it's just their song. They just want to hear the hits when they come. Yeah, out yeah, you but know. That's just, that just doesn't feel like a. Well, like the, the War on Drugs played Weenie Roast. Like each yeah, one of their songs nine minutes long. They they play four tracks. If that, like, maybe like three and a half. Yeah, <laughs> it just doesn't feel right. I think that's like barely enough time to lock in. To enjoying the show, you, you know like what I mean. Feel the, the audience scene, out. It's like a taste, you know. Yeah. Well, but then you got to think about it too. It's a radio concert, so radio know, people, people that listen to the radio, they're not in touch with it. They just want to hear what they hear on the radio. That's it. Yeah. So you got to think about the. Well, then they, they should tell the people that are actual fans of those bands not to go to those shows. I mean, but then <laughs> well, you can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> but then also, you should know as an actual fan well, what kind of seventeen-year-old, eighteen-year-old kids don't know what the, two twenty-six-year-olds know not, about going to shows. Because that's for a learning experience. Years. Are you gonna go back? Yeah. Hell no. <laughs> but then you know what it is. That's how you. That's how you mm-hmm. learn, man. You yeah. want to see a yeah. band, you can see them in concert by themselves. Well, yeah. see, that's the thing. Like I'm seeing mm-hmm. MGMT on the 19th mm-hmm. in San Diego, and they're my favorite band. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be quick about it. But basically, everybody knows their pop hits. Yeah, I like those songs too. But they're deeper tracks. Like if you listen to the full albums, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just hit me in such a crazy way. Yeah. That band speaks to me for some reason, and. First time I saw them, it was at the U.S. Open of Surfing. They were super fucking drunk. Mm. I was too, and it was fun. It wasn't a great show. Second time I saw it was at FYF, right next to the soundstage, Mm. on Ecstasy. They played all my favorite songs. The sound was great. It was just amazing. Mm. It was amazing. And it was at night, so they had their visualizers, and they were coming out with a new album, blah, blah. Okay, so I tried to see them again at FYF. It was during the day, right before A Tribe Called Quest. Mm. And so the crowd was not digging it. The crowd was waiting for A Tribe Called Quest, and it was during the day. Yeah. Just, it was weird. It was weird. The crowd has a lot to do with the show, too. But this time, I was like, okay, last time I tried to buy tickets to see them and just another band, Mm -hmm. like see a full, their show, not at a festival. Um, I logged on right when tickets went on sale, sold out. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get any. Couldn't yeah. get two seats next to each other. Yeah. This time, I was like, all right, tickets go on sale tomorrow. Fuck it. I'm just going to see if maybe accidentally the tickets are up right now. Mm-hmm. You know? They weren't. But it said put in a promo code. I typed in a bunch of things related to MGMT. One of them fucking worked. Yeah. Yeah, and I got premium seating seats mm-hmm. right next to the soundstage. Damn. And I was like, I couldn't believe it. Well, meant yeah. to be, dude. I couldn't fucking believe it. Yeah. And like... Basically, all I'm trying to get at is sound is really important for seeing a show. Yeah. For me now, maybe when I was younger, like, and you do like, uh, what's that fucking uh, warp tour shit yeah. like that? When you're younger, it's fun to just be there. Yeah. But now for me, it's like, no, I want to be comfortable. I want to like really soak in this fucking yeah. show. Yeah, true. And that's tough though, because, you know, some venues just don't give you that opportunity unless you pay <laughs> a whole shit ton of money, mm-hmm. you know? 
No, like, I, mean, I was just we were just at the Hollywood Bowl recently. We got to see the Hollywood Bowl. We saw LCD sound system, right? And we were way in the back. You know, the Hollywood Bowl. I feel is a horrible place to watch a concert because it's never loud enough. It ends early. Really? I mean, yeah. I mean, I've, I've heard, heard a lot of people say that they're. My, I mean, my well, parents it, are Radiohead it and Paul McCartney. Really there. matters on who you're seeing there. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, so I like, mean, like, like I, Radiohead seen, and Paul McCartney. Like, <laughs> I, I, hell, I've even seen fucking Steve Martin's like bluegrass oh, new, funny, new yeah, Year's yeah. Eve show. I mean, like I've I've done that or the July Fourth show. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and that's great for that. But I feel like artists want to play that venue because it's the Hollywood Bowl. With, it's super iconic. But yeah, it's but, super iconic, but it's not a good place for a rock show. Yeah, I mean, like, like yeah, really? yeah, yeah. No, it's not because we I not can, like anywhere higher than about halfway up. Oh, like it's and like the guy that was running the sound was. But like, aren't we all rich? Can't we yeah, get that? I yeah, know, oh. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I know uh, what you're see, saying. That's what but, it feels like to me. Like the Hollywood Bowl, it's iconic, but I'm here to make money. Because, well, it's an open air venue. Yeah. So the sound is going to dissipate. Well, it's, like halfway through. Yeah, it, it's just it, it's just not set up for that kind of show. It, it, it's it an really, orchestra place. Yeah, basically. it's a, yeah. And when I've seen those kind of groups there, like Radiohead would probably sound amazing. There. Yeah. I mean, that's that's their kind of. Oh, they're setup. gonna. They're yeah. You know, know, um, more reverby and kind of floaty, but also loud. Yeah. And they'll play loud. They'll fill it up. Hell, like two of the guys now write scores for films. It's a great place for for, for Radiohead. Johnny Greenwood did There Will Be Blood, right? Yeah, he's he's, he's done every every recent film with Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, who's that director? Um, uh, Fuck, that... that, Oh, right, you know what I found? Because when I saw... um, What's the most recent Daniel Day-Lewis one? He did... um, Oh man, I just watched it. Uh, yeah, Phantom Thread. Phantom Thread. Yeah, he did Which the soundtrack I liked for that as well. It was good. It's crazy. Yeah. That was that was a that was, <laughs> you know, that's that's when a director makes a choice that I will make people annoyed, just to make a point. <laughs> you know, I yeah yeah I don't want I don't like watching movies that are easy. No, I, I hear what you're saying, but yeah. that's I, a lot of people did not like it. Yeah, a lot of people didn't, and I talked to them. And I was like, the fuck. Yeah. I was so twisted. Yeah, no, and it's it's a really. I loved. I was like, yeah. It's a really interesting <laughs> film, yeah. but like that's that's sometimes I kind of like movies that just like has a director that like you know what? Yeah. Like fuck people that are not gonna understand this. Art. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Art. yeah. Yeah, you know, it's the difference between a film and a movie, right? Yeah. Tess, do you want a beer? Uh, sure. Thank you. Yes. Um. Yeah, but the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. What? No, it's right here. But um, I've only seen Jack Johnson and a fucking uh, the Philharmonic, LA Philharmonic yeah, like at at the the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. Both those weren't by choice necessarily, <laughs> not her fault. But yeah. um, still, it was it was awkward. Yeah, I, I, there's just definitely a problem with how to buy tickets. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, dude, there's a there's a big problem with. I've that. got a great story. Yeah. So I was gonna go see Radiohead when I was six. Mm-hmm. OK Computer tour, basically. You were a big fan when you were six? Just really loved OK Computer. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> I'm sorry, those are really dumb. When I was six, I was not listening to Radiohead. I was, and mm. I was listening to Bjork, and like, well, I had great parents. Yeah, you so, did. You but, did. Um, so I'm in line. My dad used to work for the House of Blues, and he would go and buy tickets. And um, not, not in a scalper sense, but he would buy tickets for the people that worked at the House of Blues. That was part of his job. He would buy like a few tickets. Mm. And uh, he he would go and wait in line like he would before Ticketmaster and all that stuff. And I went with him out to LA to some place to, it was like a record store or something. And what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to give every person in line a ticket, like a, a little like a raffle ticket, or something. raffle ticket type thing. And then each person is allowed to have like 
max of four tickets or something like that. We were like the 10th people in line. Obviously, there's going to be enough tickets. We get to the front, and the girl up front made a deal with somebody and like sold all the tickets to one person because he paid like under the table and like twice as much for them. Whoa. Right? Because he's going to, he's a scalper, right? Yeah. I had never seen my dad almost rip somebody's fucking head off. Hmm. And he yelled at this lady so fucking hard because basically what she did was illegal. Hmm. She fucked up his job that he was supposed to be doing, but he, me and him were going to go see Radiohead hmm. play OK Computer at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. I am now so happy he like scared the shit out of her because I'm so mad I've never seen Radiohead. And not only not seen Radiohead, but like OK Computer. Yeah. And I... You know, it's just, it's a, I think it's an interesting story, number one, because that was the first time I saw my dad blow up at somebody. But number two, <laughs> because it was a time where you couldn't buy tickets online. And I think lots of people, I mean, people, I'm going to say our age, mm. forget that. Like, yeah. our age and younger. I think, I mean, I still remember that, but my brother, he, he was like, wait, you have, you used to have to go to a record store to go buy tickets? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, but the first shows my dad took me to were like that. I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if Radiohead, for example, right? Like, I was, I always wanted to see them live ever since like I really started diving into their music, and I caught them after King of Limbs. I watched them mm. do in the basement King of Limbs, and I just thought it was a beautiful album. Uh, in Rainbows, they did both. They did both. They did both after in How Rainbows. Seen... They also did uh, King of Limbs. And, oh uh, no no you're right yeah you're they, right. Did, they two did yeah, yeah. two in the basement sessions and yeah yeah and i was like fuck this shit's insane i missed tickets weird. for that one and now and then now you wait seven years for a moon-shaped pool and i was like i gotta see it you know yeah they play two nights at the what is it the shrine mm -hmm. and so those like things sold out in, in two seconds you yeah. know and, and then it's like okay well now i gotta go and drive out to outside lands to go and see them play and it and it's like it, it it's not going to be the same. It's not the same. It, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was like a diluted set. You know, I mean, I, at, I obviously... At a festival I, versus a venue? Yeah. Like yeah. A I mean, I, I dug it. You know, I loved it. Yeah, But you definitely know, and, and we're too smart not to go and see what their set lists are at other other venues and right. to know that at a festival where they have to end at like 11 o'clock, they're yeah. not going to be able to play yeah. every song. Right. You know? See, that's going back was to, I, yeah. to the Hollywood Bowl. LCD, I saw them that Tuesday at the Observatory. Yeah. Small little place. Mm -hmm. They played for two whole hours. They played so many more songs as opposed to the Hollywood Bowl. They played for like an hour and what, a half maybe? Yeah, an hour and a half. An yeah. hour and a half. They ended by 11, you know. Yeah. It was like the diluted set. And if you're smart ass jaded people like us, we know what we missed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of great things. Yeah, we missed a lot of great songs. So yeah, you know, yeah. So that's what sucks too about the scalpers. Like you said, you know, they mm -hmm. bought up all those Radiohead tickets at the Shrine quick. Yeah, those yeah. guys are just, you know, obviously, you know, there's a lot of crooks. Yeah. You know, and, and it's not that... You know, ticket people are the worst crooks. I mean, they're pretty fucking awful. There's pretty awful people out there in the world. But they need to be hung by their nut sacks. Yeah, but yeah, I agree 100. Yeah, I mean, but are there people that need to be hung more by their nut sacks? Yes. Yes, but, but God I, damn it, would I like these people yeah. to be hung by their nut sacks? I'm not saying they're the only people that need to yeah. be hung by their nut sacks. Yeah, I'm just saying they're on the list. They're on the list. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's um, fucked up. It's fucked up. You, you, you're you're depriving people of seeing well, the look, artists that they really want to see. You brought up. Radiohead, you wait seven years for an album. Yeah. MGMT is one of my favorite bands because yeah. I feel like they write an album, they spend six months writing it at a beautiful location. Mm -hmm. It's six months mixing, mastering, their their publisher and all that. They're getting everything together. 
They tour for a year and they take three to four years off. Yeah. And in those three to four years, they're living their yeah. lives like normal people. Mm-hmm. And then they come back together after that and write music. And I feel like when you take three to four years to live your life and then, and then to come back and write yeah. a record, that record's going to be so crazy. Because you guys mix together well, but it's you've grown. Yeah. You're gonna, it's going to be a different sound. And that's why I love MGMT. And then the last time when this happened to me, three fucking years ago, and they come out with an album... And it sells out right when tickets go on sale. Yeah. I'm. It pisses me off. It's because yeah. like, you know, I bring this up all the time. Sorry to cut you off, but no like, worries. name another fucking person you know whose favorite band is MGMT. Um, How do these go out of? Well, no, I mean, no. I, I my like my girlfriend's cousin is a huge MGMT fan. Yeah. Um, okay, one other person. But but <laughs> who's but, buying these tickets? No, but I mean, but I mean, she had she had enough money. To buy just whatever on StubHub, you know, because oh. that's where real music fans have to go to buy tickets for shows. Right. It's spend a stupid amount of money. Uh, oh, in fees I've, and, yeah. I've already had this conversation. Yeah. If Radiohead or MGMT in the future have a show, I would be willing to spend three hundred dollars per yeah. ticket because yeah. when it, Radiohead might be done soon, yeah. you know what I mean. So I'm willing to spend three hundred dollars per ticket. For sure. No, there, there's, there's, there are, are probably a list of artists that I would spend a stupid amount of money to see live. Yeah. I mean... That's a lot of weed. And it gets, and it gets longer, smoking. the list. It gets longer. <laughs> Quite a bit of weed we're not smoking. Yeah, yeah. $300, that's, that's a, a lot yeah. of weed. Yeah. Yeah. I probably spend that much on alcohol in like a month, which is stupid. Yeah. No. You know no, what's a yeah? good thing? She yeah. says yeah. Just, just <laughs> try not to keep track. I do. If you don't think about it, it doesn't exist. It's my trick. <laughs> yeah, you just don't think you about You know what it. happens when I do that? Mm. It runs out faster. Mm. <laughs> I go to buy a fucking cheeseburger hungover, and it's like, do you have another card? This one's not working. And I'm like, oh, I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a cheeseburger. Dude, I was so hungover this morning because I had two Jaeger bombs yesterday with my buddy. And I just can't drink hard alcohol anymore. I can drink tons of beer, yeah. but I should just stay away from hard alcohol. You know. Anyway, but I did that, and this morning I was like, please, God, say that, that the money from my screen printing t-shirts went into my bank. Because mm-hmm. I, I want a big breakfast. <laughs> I just want to get a fat-ass breakfast yeah. and soak up some of that drunkenness. Mm. And it went through. Oh, so I got a nice. big breakfast. But that doesn't always happen. Well, yeah. It sounds like a good morning, though, man. <laughs> It was slow to start, but I got there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was good. Wait, is there a restroom? Yeah, you can use the bathroom. And then when you come back, we're going to talk about what you guys have going on. It's uh, just through that back door and to the left. And um, uh, we'll talk about what you got going on and stuff that you guys have coming up next. Um, when was the first show you guys played with Bundy? Uh, when was that? It was, I feel like it was at the Prospector. Maybe a couple of years ago, we played with them quite a few times there. We played at, um, was it Ferns, I think? Mm. In Long Beach? You know, I just listened to, was it Bundy's podcast? I think it was Bundy's podcast. And somebody was talking about Ferns, and that was the place where they recorded the video for Date Rape, Sublimes. Oh, yeah, it might have been. And I guess they were just saying, like, it's such a rough place. And they were like, yeah, no shit. That's where they recorded the music <laughs> video for Date Rape. Yeah, we only played there once. I mean, it's kind of like a weird place because, like, when we were there, the stage was like in the right corner, the right-hand corner. But mm-hmm. Like you have two-way entrances and it's like it's a weird setup, you know? It's kind of yeah. like narrow. But I mean, I mean, I feel like there's rough parts of Long Beach, but that's like North Long Beach. I, I didn't feel it was too, too crazy over there. I don't know. I mean, I don't spend too much time over there unless I'm 
dropping off t-shirts for an order or hanging out with Bundy. And um, I heard that it's, you know, there are some rough spots and there's a lot of bars in Long Beach because of the Navy. Like back in the day, that was like one of the big ports for the Navy or whatever. Yeah, well, yeah. It might still be. I don't know. Oh, I, I mean, there's still like the ports like the San Pedro. They just go over the, the little bridge in there in downtown Long Beach. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, would that basically be the Pike? Or no? That's a, I don't a little know past the, the Pike, like in the opposite direction, like going toward past the 710, the freeway. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, so like in the opposite that's where San Pedro is, but that's like where all the longshoremen work. So oh, okay, you just yeah. got to cross the bridge and they're all right there in Long Beach. Supposedly that's. Why it's kind of rough out there. Man, but I mean, I guess it makes sense. I feel like that's what they said. San Pedro's rougher. They call it San Pedro. It's yeah. bad news because of the speed, <laughs> the <Yeah>. drug, <laughs> or because it's just the time goes faster there. No, because of the, the drug, man. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, yeah, I mean, Long Beach is. You guys like speed? I've never had it, man. You guys like Adderall? You never know, had it. Man. No, I, I, I was in college, and they were like, "Oh, you want to do Adderall?" And I just. Never, mm. never had the time. See, if I would have done it in college, I probably would have graduated, man. Maybe. I, mean, I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like my grades would have been much better. You know? I love it. Yeah. It's bad. Um, not that I have a problem. I haven't done it in years, but oh boy, is it great. Yeah, it's great. I mean, probably I mean, like a lot of boy, stuff done it, though, Have right? you guys done Coke? Yeah, it's a yeah. lot like Bull okay. a lot. Just... So I tried Coke once, hated it. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. basically like a shitty version of Adderall to me. Adderall is clean. You're like focused, hyper, like you still get that euphoria, but it's focused, and then you have no come down. Well, Damn. Well, I mean, well, for four hours, you're high, by the way. For me, like, yeah. when I'm blown, there's no come down. It's just like that point of the night where it all ends, and you're just, like, sitting in your bed for, like, three hours. It's like, fuck, dude, I can't even sleep right now. Well, That's ecstasy for me. I didn't, I didn't have any. Uh, like, great, I, I feel like I never have any <laughs> sleep problems with anything, you know? <laughs> like, I will sleep. Fuck, it must be If nice. I want to sleep, I, I'll sleep, you yeah. know? Um, but lucky. we did. With Fena, yeah, lucky, we, but right? we did, what was it, Fenabute? At uh, Fenabute, yeah, at uh, what the fuck? Fucking, what was the name of <laughs> what that is festival? that? What was it? Damn, it was oh, our um, friend. Wait, wait, wait. Is this like speed? No, no this is like it, this is um, like um, what is it like an anti anxiety thing? Oh, yeah, so fentanyl. It, fentanyl, yeah, fentanyl. I mean, I they, thought it was Fenabute. It's called they, Fenabute, or oh, our, our friend said it's called Fenabute. It's called Fenabute, and you because know. like. Street Xanax, which is anti-anxiety, is basically made of fentanyl. Okay. Well, well no, it wasn't anyway, like Xanax. Well, fentanyl, what, what, fentanyl. It's I, got I either, some fenty in it. It was. It was. We we did it at. Uh, uh, well, it's also outside. Outside. Yeah, and and I remember you know at, at Coachella you go to that festival and there was like we did one year where we went to both Coachella and and Outside Lands mm-hmm. and out, Coachella's like you camp there and you're just like how many beers can I have before I can stumble into the festival because it's so hot that within 45 minutes I'll sweat out all right. this beer. Yeah. Whereas so at Outside Lines, it's like, oh my God, I'm holding in all this liquor. That's yeah, so yeah, nice. you get like and, drunk and you stay drunk. And man. you stay, but the thing about Fenibute is, is that <laughs> you, um, you're able to, your cognitive ability to like speak and, and, and your it's like em- being empathy. It's without blacking out. Yeah. And, and you can have these very <laughs> good conversations. I mean, Alex and I had very good conversations. That's, that's like me with, with Xanax. I, I don't really black out. I can take a lot. And then I'll black out eventually, but yeah. it just gets me like at that perfect. Well, see, I've never, I've never had Xanax. Like what, what is, what is that? Like what, what is the, just what's that for? Every you don't care about anything. Is it like, see, you know, like morphine? You just, like that kind of... Mm, that kind it's that anxiety thing. For me, when I had it, it was like I had it with one beer and then I just passed out. I was like, I fell asleep. For me, too much for me. For me, I feel like I'm pretty high strung. And it just like, 
when I take it, all my stress goes away so I can mm. think about things really clearly. Yeah. And I just feel like I'm on vacation. Just yeah. just vacation. Like you feel like you're on a beach somewhere, just like having a Mai Tai, you're gonna blow job by a model. It's just yeah. great. You know? Well, just, but see I might have fucked I a lot. Like I had a full bar. Yeah. Uh, me too. Yeah. Oh, see, <laughs> I've had I, right. I had four in one night. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, yeah, how do you take bar. how how does fentabute come? It was, is, a, it, it was a liquid. We, uh, no, we no, no, no. It's a powder, and you we put it. You, I guess you put it in like oh, we cranberry put, yeah, juice. Yeah, we, we put it in like it. cranberry juice or water. We mix it up. Uh, I I'm I just have no nude. Oh, is this maybe decaf? Oh, decaf. Oh shit. Hey, sorry. <laughs> we started late. Decaf just rolled in. Oh shit. Hey, nice to you. Do you know him? Yeah, we uh, we played shows. Oh, uh, okay, okay. He's uh, hey. Yeah, he was in the Die Squid. Well, Die Squid's back, right? What's up, man? Hey, what's up? Good to see you. You too. Yeah, man. How you been? Good to see you, man. Drew. Sorry, I wasn't checking. By the way, I never even met you guys. Oh, cool. Okay, so we've talked about a lot of shit, but let's talk about what you guys have coming up. Let's give you guys a chance to talk about yourselves for a little bit yeah well um uh t- tomorrow we're playing at um at uh beatnik bandito in santa Ana. Okay. um that record shop i said that's yep. the 16th we're playing um in db at dba 256 in pomona on friday the 19th which okay. we're really excited about we love pomona just really quick um so this podcast will be up tomorrow morning mm-hmm. so Beat Nick Bandito tonight if you're we'll listening tonight, right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ten fifteen tonight. <laughs> yeah, and then after that we have um, we throw a festival every year in Long Beach called Super Gloom, and uh, that'll be on the sixteenth. You June. guys throw it? Yeah. Yeah. We do. Um, we, wow. we throw shows as well uh, nice. under the name NA Presents. So we throw our own festival. We. We just sort of at some point we were just like, hey, like oh, you guys re- did you did the prospector show then? Yeah, yeah, you guys, yeah, with Bundy. Yeah, so we we put those bills together. It's it's fun. It's something we do for fun on the side. But like Super Gloom is our like baby. We get to pick which bands we want. And, nice. And we're excited because tomorrow we'll be releasing the lineup and everything. Or and, today the lineup. Oh well, today we'll be releasing <laughs> the lineup. <laughs> um, uh, so that's on June sixteenth, and that's gonna be really fun. That's gonna be in downtown Long Beach at a place called Made. And then uh, in June and July, we'll be recording two singles to release late in summer. Okay. So uh, we're really excited. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. You guys have your music on? Spotify, Apple Music. It's a, it's any streaming site. It's on Tidal as well. Yeah, on Tidal as well. We made <laughs> no sure of it. way. Yeah, us and Beyonce. Look us up on Tidal. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for coming by, guys. Yeah, man. It was thanks a really good time, us. and I hope yeah. you guys will come back. And uh, sounds like I got to go to your... Wait, are you playing Friday? Saturday. 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 Wait. At, in Pomona at DBA 256. Oh, I was just there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, come down. So it's playing. a good lineup, too. It's Paco. Well, it used Paco. to be Paco at the Tacos. Paco and the Tacos, but now it's just Paco. And there's what a band called. To the tacos? I don't know what happened to Tacos. But then there's the Slop, who's really, really great, and Foolish Johns, who are awesome. So cool. it's going to be a good night of rock music. All right. Well, I'm going to catch you guys at one of them. Yeah. One of your upcoming ones. Yeah. I'll come be to Super Gloom. I got a ticket for you. And that's. June 16th. June 16th. June 16th. Oh, God. I think well, you're talking about this. As soon as we stop recording, we'll tell you the headline. Okay. Right? All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, thanks for coming by. Yeah. Thanks, man. You guys should uh, stick around if you can while we do this podcast. Yeah. And we definitely. can. Uh, yeah, we're drinking. We're drank. Yeah. All right. But yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. Oh, real quick before I sign off, uh, mm-hmm. tell people bands they should be listening to um, Moon Honey, obviously. Yeah. Moon Honey. Um, Swim. Temples. Uh,. Swim is good. Future Islands. I mean, that's obvious. Yeah, Swim is great, obviously. Future Islands is probably a little too late for some people. James Supercave, 
Moon Honey. Uh, Ron Gallo. Ron Gallo. Yeah, Ron Gallo. Um, um, obviously, Chicano Batman. <laughs> I love uh, Chicano Batman. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, great. Fuck. Oh, what's you up? put me on the spot, man. All it's right, really important. You got three, <laughs> uh, two. Oh my god, that's about it. Uh, beach house, beach house. Listen to beach house. Yeah. <laughs>